What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy, and today we are going to be talking about all elite wrestling. That's, yes, 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 that's right. We're going to be talking about wrestling, pro wrestling. So if you don't like pro wrestling, don't leave because you might start liking it after I discuss it and talk about it. I've discussed a little tiny bit of pro wrestling before on what I like in pro wrestling. I think it was in the first episode back, maybe the second episode back, but... We're going to be going over All Elite Wrestling's roster, what I think about the current product right now, what I think they can do to improve, and stuff that they can get rid of, and I'm going to do my best to be positive here, because when I watch wrestling, I'm very critical. I'm critical about wrestling like I am about Star Wars and movies, okay? I'm very passionate about wrestling. So, let's go ahead and discuss this. We're going to go ahead and bring up the roster right now for All Elite Wrestling, AEW. I'm going to start, I'm going to just call it AEW. I'm not going to say All Elite Wrestling all the time. AEW. We're going to talk about AEW's current 2022 roster, the current product, and what I think about it. All right. So, for those of you who don't like wrestling, um, I can understand why. You know, it's kind of hard to be a wrestling fan. It was hard being a wrestling fan in high school. Every time I would wear wrestling shirts, I'd get fucking teased and made fun of. But, yeah, rightfully so. You know, a lot of shit that, a lot of, whenever people think of wrestling, they think of WWE. They think of WWE, they think of fucking PG corny John Cena shit. And, you know, I understand. I understand. But, um, now that I've gotten older, I really don't care if people don't like that I like wrestling. You can go fuck yourself. All right, let's go ahead and bring up the roster. So, the current roster, thanks to um, I, ITNWWE.com, surprisingly, ironically. All right, so let me go ahead and go over the current product right now. Now, one thing I will say about AEW, AEW is really good when it comes to their debuts, and sometimes, sometimes okay, so certain people don't like, don't like, um, certain people just hate on AEW. And they just um, write it off before even giving it a chance. And that's not what I'm going to do here. I want you guys to... I want you, some of you guys who aren't who aren't open to wrestling to kind of be open to wrestling. Because you might find something you like about it. Now, like I said, I understand if you don't like wrestling. It's some... A lot of shit wrestling... A lot of wrestling now is fucking corny. A lot of it is childish. And I don't like that aspect of wrestling. Um, I think that's a, a lot of the reason because of that is just the fucking... Just the the influence that WWE has had over the last uh, generation, my generation included. People are used to seeing goofy, stupid shit on TV, and I just don't like seeing goofy, stupid shit on my TV. I like wrestling to be taken seriously. A perfect model, in my opinion, for what wrestling should be. Some people are going to go, oh, the Attitude Era. I mean, Attitude Era, if you like all that raunchy, stupid shit, like, yeah, some of it's entertaining, some of it's funny, but some of it also is just, you know, fucking stupid and annoying. My favorite era for... WWE, at least, is the Ruthless Aggression era. That focused more on work rate and the stories involved. SmackDown. SmackDown during the Ruthless Aggression era. Oh, my fucking God. That was my shit. Now, I was a kid, and I didn't watch wrestling at that current period of time because I didn't know about it. Now, I didn't get into wrestling until 2010. 2010, I got into wrestling. I started, I watched like a clip of Raw, some parts of Raw in late 2010, 2011 rolls around, I saw The Rock showed up at, um, at, um, WrestleMania, and he, he was the guest or host or something like that, I didn't watch it live, and the first time I, I legit watched wrestling was when John Cena came out and said that, um, I choose The Rock, and he fucking spit on the mic, because the way he said it, when he, it was Survivor Series 2011, he needed a, a, a partner versus The Miz and R-Truth, and uh, he chose The Rock, who was supposed to be his WrestleMania opponent for 2012, WrestleMania 28. Um, and that was the first WrestleMania I ever saw on TV. My dad and me and my brother, we watched it live, paid pay-per-view for that shit. And she was like fucking 80 bucks. But that's neither here nor there. Well, it kind of is. But yeah, so that's, what, that's when I got into wrestling. And then as soon as that happened, I was fucking hooked. I was fucking hooked. I was like, who are these people? CM Punk, Chris Jericho, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, The Rock. And I was like, man, it was it was amazing for me. It was amazing to find something that I was able to gravitate towards. And as soon as I saw it, I wanted to be a wrestler. That's exactly what I wanted to do. I now I didn't choose that path. Um, I've had some injuries with my uh, some injuries with myself, with my body and shit like that, where it's like I, I wouldn't even fucking be able to do it. And, you know, maybe that's just a sign from above, like, hey, you know, you're not meant to do wrestling, which, you know, I'm fine with now. I've grown with the fact, uh, I don't really care about it. Any, I don't really care about becoming a wrestler. It's not a fucking dream anymore. 
it'd be cool, but it's also very tiring on the fucking body, and it's just not anywhere near what I want to do at all. Um, anyway, so as I started getting more into wrestling, you have access to the internet. I had a tablet. Uh, we had a tablet and stuff like that. Um, didn't have a computer. We had tablets, and I would go on YouTube and look up old matches, and I and I would just come across different matches, different segments, different all types of stuff that I liked, and I started to grow. I started looking up a lot of uh, Attitude Era stuff, Ruthless Aggression Era, and I just gravitated more towards the Ruthless Aggression Era the most, just because of the wrestlers. My dad would tell me about Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, uh, Chris Jericho, Edge, uh, Hardy Boys, the Dudleys, and. My uncle, my uncle Adrian was into wrestling too, and he would tell me about the wrestling that he liked, ECW, and, you know, throughout the period of time, I just, I learned a lot about wrestling and the product as a whole, and as I've, as I've gotten to the point where I am now, I think I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to the wrestling that I like. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be, I'm a wrestling historian, I'm not. I know what I like, and I like what I like. So, what do I like about wrestling? Well, to me, if you want to be a good wrestler, if you want to be a star, you got to have a good work rate. And what that means in wrestling terms is you need to be good in the ring. Your stuff needs to look solid. In my opinion, a lot of the wrestlers nowadays, and it's obvious, they don't know how to throw a fucking punch, a worked punch. A worked punch is when you hold back on the punch, but you make it look real by hitting them ever so slightly, and the punch looks legit. Back in the day, look at The Rock when he would punch. The, punch, the Rock would punch, snap, 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 snap when he punched him, boom, 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 Triple H's punches, boom, they look like, oh shit, damn, it looks like he's actually hitting him, you know what I mean? Now a lot of the rest, of the, they just do forearms, forearms back and forth, a forearm to your face, and the other wrestler hits you back in the forearm with the face, it looks fucking fake, I don't like that shit, like, do something else, fucking work a, fucking work a punch! A lot of wrestling nowadays is a lot of high flying, you know, Cirque du Soleil in the in the name in the words of Jim Cornette. That's actually a pretty funny way of describing it. Um, it's a a lot of wrestling is a lot of high flying lucha shit, and you know what I'm saying like lucha shits. You know, lucha shit's got its place. You know, you got Rey Mysterio, one of the greatest luchadors and wrestlers of all time, one of the, if not the biggest little man in pro wrestling of all time. Rey Mysterio is just, Rey Mysterio to me encapsulates what a smaller wrestler, uh, how they should work. He doesn't do shit that looks dumb. He doesn't do shit that it doesn't make any sense. Like you don't see Rey Mysterio trying to fucking pick up the big show on his shoulders. And then imagine if Rey Mysterio goes to pick up the big show and the big show lets him pick him up. That would look fucking stupid. Rey Mysterio doesn't do that. He uses his size to tell a story in the ring. A lot of wrestlers nowadays, oh, I'm fucking uh, 140 pounds wet. And walking fucking dry. Let me go ahead and put this fucking 248 pound wrestler on my shoulders. And walk him around the ring for fucking 10 seconds. And the wrestler on my shoulder doesn't do anything about it. No, that looks fucking stupid. If you're a skinny small wrestler, you need to be doing shit that makes sense for your size. Don't do shit, stupid shit that you can't do. And that's one thing I don't like about wrestling. I see too many wrestlers now. They all want to pop the crowd. And pop the crowd basically means get a reaction. They want to get a reaction. Go viral on YouTube. There's... A lot of wrestling now where it's just like, it's shit like that doesn't make any sense. And a lot of the wrestlers get mad. They get pissed off and they get butthurt. They get upset. Oh, well, you're not a wrestler. You have no room to talk. Shut the fuck up, okay? Okay? Fucking work better. You say, oh, I've been wrestling for fucking 15 years. 15 fucking years and you can't throw a work punch? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, dog. Come on, man. Like, seriously. A work punch can go so go such a long way. A lot of the wrestlers, they... They do the back and forth where one wrestler will hit him and the other wrestler will hit him back. Oh, hit me again. Hit me again. And they all fucking do it. It's like, God damn, you guys don't know how to stand out. This, It's just that we have so much access to wrestling through streaming and YouTube and stuff like that. I think that's one of the reasons why I feel that way. And then also, too, a lot of the wrestlers don't stand out because the market is just oversaturated with, oversaturated with a lot of wrestlers and wrestling. And a lot of wrestlers, in my opinion, don't belong in the fucking ring. Now, I'm not knocking their hustle. Go ahead and make your fucking money. But goddamn, dude, like, some of them do the stupidest fucking shit. Like, when I see the... There's this dumb fucking wrestler that I saw who was doing... Now, I'm sure he's a nice fucking person. But goddamn, dude, I don't want to see this fucking shit in the goddamn ring. Oh, you don't have to watch it. Well, guess what? You don't have to fucking do it either. All right? When this, this fucking wrestler's in the ring, and he has guys... Um, he, he, he fucking walks around with a Nintendo Switch. He comes to the ring with a fucking Nintendo Switch, and he's looking down, and 
each time the wrestlers try to like clothesline him and run at him and knock him down, he like falls down to the ground and cross legs and does the Indian style, sitting Indian style, and plays his Nintendo Switch. And they go to try to kick him. He falls back while holding the Nintendo Switch. Doesn't keep his eye off the Switch at all. He's playing the Nintendo Switch while he's wrestling, and the re- and the wrestler trying to hit him looks like a fucking idiot because they can't hit this dumb fuck with a goddamn Nintendo Switch in his hand, and it makes him it makes you it makes you the guy trying to hit him look like a fucking idiot. It makes your work look like shit, and you bump for these fucking idiots. Bump means when they take a when they take a when a guy picks him up and slams him. Oh, that's a and they hit they hit the mat. That's a bump. They bumped off the mat, or they throw him over a rope bump. Those are smart mark wrestling terms. So shit like that. Like I said, pretty sure he's a nice guy, but I don't care, man. I hate that shit in wrestling. That shit is stupid. And one thing I will say, wrestling fans are some of the, wrestling fans can be some of the dumbest fucking people on this planet. And I'll tell you why. You can you you will never win an argument with the fucking stupid fucking wrestling fan. Some of the wrestling fans are have some of the lowest fucking just lowest fucking just expectations when it comes to wrestling like they, they fucking what is the word they um they have no problem accepting a fucking they have no problem accepting a fucking frying pan to the goddamn face as long as they're laughing like what the fuck you just got hit in the face with a fucking frying pan and you're oh this is this is funny like no it's not funny you just got hit in the face with a frying pan and you're okay with it they got low standards they got low standards because um this is what they, they call this outlaw mud show shit Outlaw Mud Show shit is what I'm talking about, that fucking wrestler on the goddamn Nintendo Switch. That's Outlaw Mud Show shit. The fucking shit that happens in the barns, in the fucking barracks where there's 50 fucking people and they, they want to fucking play wrestler, so they fucking go out there and play their Nintendo Switch and act like a fucking idiot. Then you got fucking, what's his name? You got this one wrestler, um, uh, fucking Joey Ryan was his fucking name. He used to do this fucking thing called a, a dick spot. And this is the shit, this is the shit... That you can't explain to people when you say you like wrestling, when they ask you about it. There's no explaining it. There's no fucking justifying it. He used to fucking get in the ring, oil himself up, and tell wrestlers to grab his dick. They'd grab his fucking dick, and he'd flex. Oh, the crowd would go, oh, oh, the crowd would go, oh, again. Oh, and the wrestler pretends like he can't un—he can't take his hand off his dick. And the guy flips his, he flips his arms to the side, and the wrestler flips and does a fucking bump. Oh, he took the dick spot. Fuck that shit. That shit is fucking stupid, okay? That shit is fucking stupid. I don't know what the fuck he's doing now, but fuck that shit. That shit was stupid. I fucking hate that. I got in an argument with the wrestler about that fucking spot, about how I told him how that spot is stupid. And he told me, he basically justified saying, oh, well, you know, it went viral. So I don't care if it went fucking viral. It went viral for all the wrong fucking reasons. That's that's the that's why I couldn't fucking that because of that fucking guy and what the fucking the, the fuck that type of fucking re- not wrestling that stupid fucking outlaw shit that that fucking guy did those are the reasons why I can't when I was a kid I couldn't fucking say I like wrestling because there'd be stupid shit like that going on oh you so you like the dick spot shit like dude I don't like that stuff I fucking hate that shit oh well that's that wrestling isn't that fake wrestling oh, fuck you shit like that it's just that's it makes it hard to be a wrestling fan. But I have the liberty to not watch, is what a lot of people say. So I don't fucking watch it anymore. I don't watch it. I saw it. I saw it at a at not AEW at the time at All In back in 2018. He did the dick spot. Then I saw it. I saw it on fucking. Um, I used to watch Being the Elite. I saw it on there. And then I saw it uh, just a couple of times through fucking like Twitter and like clips on fucking YouTube. But it, it was fucking. It's stupid. You see Mick Foley doing the dick spot flipping. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. You're a fucking legend and you're doing that shit. But whatever. They call you toxic if you have that fucking opinion. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, stuff like that. I don't like I don't like certain comedy shit in wrestling. There's a lot of wrestlers who try to be funny and they're not and they're not funny. It's like when you're watching those fucking those shitty ass fucking um those shitty ass fucking uh TikToks or those shitty ass videos on Instagram where the guys will be like they'll be like uh Talk about like like hey, the guy will walk in and be like, "Hey, bro, what's going on, bro?" He'd be like, "Damn, Cuddy, what's going on, man?" And he'd be like, "Hey, bro, oh my god, bro, I talked to this female last night. Yeah, what she say? Man, I talked to her last night, bro, bro. She says that she pregnant, bro, and that I'm the daddy, bro, bro. No way, bro. Like, come on, bro. You ain't you. you I thought you said you got your tubes tied, bro. I told you, bro. I told you, bro. I had a vasectomy like three years ago, bro. She lying, bro." 
oh my god, bro, that that bitch, man, oh my god, bro, she lying. He's like, yeah, bro, like, fuck, bro, what am I gonna, what am I finna say, bro? And he'd be like, you know what, dog, you know, you know what I'm saying? I think you should just tell that girl, like, tell her straight up, bro, like, hey, bitch, like, that ain't my baby, bitch. It's like, bro, I told her, bro, she got in an argument with me. She says she want to marry me now, bro. That's the type of shit that the, like, the fucking shit that they, they think it's funny, and it's not funny. It's like, it's fucking the lowest type of, lowest effort put into fucking comedy at all. And it's not funny. That, that shit is stupid. It takes no effort at all to do shit like that. I see fucking videos like that all the time on, like, Instagram or fucking thing, where I'm scrolling through the Instagram shorts. These guys that think they're fucking funny, or these groups of people, they think they're fucking funny. They do stupid videos like that, where they, damn, bruh, damn, bruh, 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 bruh. Oh my god, bro! Shit! Oh my god, bro! Like that shit is dumb. It's not funny. It takes no fucking effort. I look at that shit and I don't even crack a fucking smile. It's and then the wrestlers try to do shit where they they try to use all these. They try to do the fucking smart mark terms where they they think everything's funny and they they try to be fucking goofy in the fucking ring. Like, dude, how how the like, bro? How the fuck am I supposed to take you seriously as a wrestler when you can't even take the fucking match or what you're doing seriously? How am I supposed to? Oh, it's fun. We're just here to have fun. No, motherfucker. You can have fun while suspending disbelief and having a good match, telling a good story. But no, you want to take the lazy route and let me do funny shit to pop the crowd. Ha 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 Because let's all laugh at fucking wrestling. Ha 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 Get the hell out of here, man. Uh-uh. You want to know who, you know, you know who is a perfect example of doing comedy right in wrestling? Guys like The Rock. Guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Guys like Kurt Angle. Come on. Guys like fucking Triple H and Shawn Michaels and DX. Not all the shit they did was funny, but it's a perfect example. Guys, a lot of wrestlers don't have any comedic timing. All their fucking... And it sucks. It's like a lot of the wrestlers nowadays, they're not the same. And I can understand different generation and shit. But goddamn, bro, at least try to seem like you're a fucking badass. You know, I want to buy you as a badass on TV and then I fucking see you playing video games on your fucking stream. And, you know, you're talking about, like, oh, Elder Scrolls or something like that. And look, you know, I understand. But maybe maybe it's just the fact that I want wrestlers to keep kayfabe. And I know kayfabe is kind of dead. Well, it's not kind of. It pretty much is dead. The wrestlers basically just... The wrestlers now just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's all fake. It's entertainment. Like, dude, motherfucker. Stone Cold didn't say that shit. Stone Cold took that shit seriously. And that's why people bought into it. But no, you know, a lot of the wrestlers, they, they want to be actors now. They want to they wanna do other shit. Oh, I have other ventures. And yeah, it's fine. I get it. They're all trying to make money and everything. It's fine. But, you know, I just really wish that a lot of wrestling was treated like old school style where they would take it seriously. And outside the ring, they'd take it seriously. But we got social media now. We got all this other shit. And wrestlers want to be entrepreneurs. And they want to make their money doing their thing. So, you know what? I get it. But I also don't like I just don't like when wrestling is meant to be fucked off in and goofed off in, and I just don't like it. But there's ways to do there's ways to do comedy and wrestling, and it doesn't you don't always have to. It's like Marvel. Marvel has fucking jokes every fucking five minutes in their goddamn movies now. I don't, they've been doing this fucking forever now. Well, they'll have a serious something serious, and all of a sudden, fucking goofy motherfucker will make a joke, and it's like, really? You just took me out of it, guy. Come on, don't be a fucking bill. And fucking be a dumb bill and let me crack fucking jokes. Ha ha ha. Everything's funny. Like, no. Take it seriously. Learn. You don't have to have comedy in everything. Nothing. And not everything has to be funny. Take it seriously so we can all take it seriously and people can fall back in love with wrestling again. May not ever fucking happen, but you can at least try and show me that you're trying. That's what I'm going to say about that. All right. AEW, All Elite Wrestling. AEW was established back in 2019, the beginning of 2019. We had glimpses of it at All In in 2018. All In, at the time, I thought it was the best wrestling show ever. I look back on it now, no, it wasn't. There was like two or three things that were good on that thing. It was the uh, the Marty Skrull Okada match. Awesome, I loved it. Um, uh, Flip Gordon versus um, uh, Jay Lethal, Black Machismo. Awesome, I fucking loved it. The Battle Royal at the beginning, a lot of dumb shit in there, but I had a couple wrestlers in there that I liked. Brian Cage, uh, Flip Gordon, who came in and won at the end. Um, I'm trying to remember other wrestlers that were in there. Oh, uh, I think, um, what the fuck was his? I think Glacier showed up. That was kind of cool. Stuff like that. That's kind of that Stuff like that's cool. Little uh, homages back to other wrestlers of past. Um, but there was also some fucking fat fuck in the goddamn ring who was like, what the fuck is he doing in there? And some other stuff. It was a fucking midget in there, I think. Dumb. I don't want to see that shit. 
Um, what else? The Cody match. Cody versus uh, Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Awesome fucking match. Great. Um, the ending match with Rey Mysterio, Bandito, and um, I think it was, um, was it Roosh? Rush? Roosh? And uh, yeah. And then, I don't know who was it. Yeah. And then versus... Um, versus um, the Young Bucks and um, and who and and uh, Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi, I love Kota Ibushi. Young Bucks, I used to like them. I don't really care for them now. I don't really like their wrestling style anymore. It kind of just takes me out of the match when I watch it. But I'm not, you know, I don't hate them. I just don't really care for them too much anymore. But I wish them success. They helped start AEW, so I'm not going to get too mad at them. Kota Ibushi, I love Kota Ibushi. Rey Mysterio was awesome. Uh, that match was basically just a spot fest. What a spot fest is, it's when there's just it's move after move after move, sequence after sequence, and no time to breathe. But they were limited on time. They had like fucking ten minutes or seven minutes left, and they had to, they rush. The entrances took forever. Then they had to rush everything in the match. So you know that kind of took away from that match a little bit, being the main event. Kenny Omega versus uh, Pentagon Junior. Uh, that was a great match. I loved it. Um, Chris Jericho came out at the end and co uh, hit a co-breaker on Kenny Omega. That was awesome. It was great. Chris Jericho during that year, man, he had some great stuff with New Japan. I think it was 2018. Had a great match with Kenny Omega at the Tokyo Dome. I fucking love that match, man. That was one of my favorite fucking matches I've ever seen in New Japan. Um, but, uh, yeah, AEW's established 2019. Tony Khan went to All In. Um, and they all discuss it. AEW became a team theme, a thing in 2019. Started with Chris Jericho, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, um, Hangman Adam Page, uh, and Tony Khan. And uh, oh, I also forgot to mention the women's match on that card. That was one of my favorite women's matches I've ever seen. Tessa Blanchard versus Chelsea Green versus what the fuck was her name? I like how I said that was one of my favorite women's matches, and I forgot the fucking. People in the match. Oh, Britt Baker. Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard. That was a great fucking match. I fucking love Tessa Blanchard. I don't know what happened to her, but I want to fucking see her in AEW sometime soon. But um, Tessa Blanchard and Chelsea Green were, and were fucking amazing in that match. Now, Britt Baker was all right in that match. Britt Baker has definitely now, in 2022, has grown into her own as a professional wrestler. Respect to Britt Baker. And Chelsea Green. I like Chelsea Green, too. I think she's in Impact Wrestling, I think. I don't know. A lot of wrestling, guys. A lot of wrestling. But um, AEW was established. They said we're going to have our first pay-per-view, Double or Nothing, in 2019. It happened. John Moxley showed up at the end of the main event. He's leaving WWE. His contract expired. That was amazing. Fucking awesome. I loved that moment. Awesome. Jim Ross said he was going to be a part of AEW as one of the commentators. I love Jim Ross. The good God almighty. I fucking love that shit. That son of a bitch. Why? Why? Why, Triple H? How could you? Why? Like, I fucking amazing. I love Jim Ross so fucking much. Um, Tony Schiavone, one of the uh, announcers for WCW back in the day. Uh, I like Tony Schiavone. Uh, Excalibur. I like Excalibur. Some people don't like Excalibur. I like him. Um, I wish they had Mauro Ranallo, though. Mauro Ranallo was when, with NXT at its fucking peak. And Mauro Ranallo is a great commentator. Um, what I was saying earlier, my perfect, perfect, uh, outline of professional wrestling would be NXT from 2000 and 2016 to 2000 and 2019, I would say. Yeah, that's peak pro wrestling for me. Peak or, or not peak, that's perfect outline. That's the perfect outline for pro wrestling in the modern day was NXT during 2016 to 2019. But then AEW had their uh, first televised event in October of 2019. Uh, great episode to start it off. Um, a couple flaws, you know. Uh, and this is what I'm not going to blame. Okay, well, I'm going to blame, and I'm kind of not going to blame. I'm not going to get too upset with AEW because of this. They brought in a lot of guys because there wasn't a lot of major, well-known talent around the world. They brought in a lot of young prospects, a lot of young guys, a lot of indie workers. And a lot of the indie workers they brought in for their year one contracts I fucking hated. And I thought that they didn't belong anywhere on national television. Uh, they did their best. Then the pandemic happened and uh, kind of derailed their momentum for a while. A lot of crappy shows during the pandemic. Nothing too, nothing that great. Nothing, nothing that was special. Nothing, well, nothing too special. 2020 wasn't a good year for wrestling, in my opinion. Um, but uh, we move fast forward to 2021. We got the return of CM Punk to wrestling, and I will forever be 
uh, grateful to AEW for that. They brought CM Punk back to wrestling. Uh, Brian Danielson is now with uh, AEW. A lot of people in AEW now. Um, things that I would fix about AEW. Get rid of a lot of the comedy shit, man. A lot of your the young bucks trying to be actors, man. They need to go to fucking acting class and and learn how to do facial expressions right. They some they come off so corny. And there's people, oh, that's their characters. No, it's not. Stop making fucking excuses. It's bad. It's bad acting, and it takes away from the fucking product. Um, what they need to st- they need to be more consistent. They have right now AEW has a plethora of wrestlers. Their roster is getting bloated. They signed a lot of new talent, a lot of good talent. And on their dark, they had these shows called AEW Dark. A dark match is basically a match that's not matches that aren't televised. AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation are their shows on YouTube that they have matches for their wrestlers to basically get some wins in. And at first, it was like a lot of wrestlers versus just jobbers. Jobbers are guys that come in to lose, and they're paid to lose. They, they you know, they're not going to get any offense in really. They uh, were losing. They were beating jobbers and stuff like that. But now AEW has a plethora of talent. Where I'm like, why are they still? Why are the wrestlers still facing jobbers on dark? Fucking Tony Khan, dude, make matches between the wrestlers between each other on dark, dark and elevation. Stop bringing in jobbers. You have a roster now. You have AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage late night on on Friday night Ramp or AEW Rampage Friday nights at late night, and then you got dark and elevation. But you're still bringing in jobbers on TV. Like recently, he brought in a, a fucking jobber on TV. To, to lose, I'm like, dude, you have roster members. Not every roster, not every wrestler on your roster is going to be a top guy. Some guys are just going to be there to fill the fucking roster. Some guys are just going to be there to take losses. But it's the way you do it. And so stuff like that. Stop having jobbers face your guys on dark now. You have a full blow. You have enough roster members to make matches on dark between each other. Set up storylines, but you don't do it. But I hope they do that in the future. That's one thing I'm going to nank off. Tony. Tell your fucking wrestlers to learn some goddamn psychology. Not all of them. There's guys like Brian Danielson, CM Punk, fucking uh, Cody Rhodes that know wrestling psychology and know how to sell. Sell is when you get hit. Like when a guy a guy gets a fucking an FU, John Cena's move, or his old name of the movie, Attitude Adjustment. So, okay, fine. Somebody gets a powerbomb through a fucking ladder, and then they're, they're, they look like they're fucking dead. Oh, my God, he got powerbombed through a ladder. Holy shit. And now imagine, and this has happened, a wrestler gets powerbombed through a fucking ladder, and then he stands up right away. How fucking fake does that look? Doesn't that just take you out of the fucking match? Now, not all wrestlers don't do that, but they don't sell. They'll fucking get knocked down. They'll get knocked, put through a fucking table, and then fucking 10 seconds later, they're back up, and then they throw them in the ring, and they, they do more moves, and they reverse something. Like, dude, you got put through a fucking table. You should be hurt. Sell the injury. Because if you get up from that, then it, you're unsto- it makes it look like you're unstoppable and you're not built up to be that way. No, it's dumb. So AEW, a lot of our AEW wrestlers need to learn psychology, have to get better timing. They need they need to let sp- spots breathe and let matches breathe and have more just, they need to sell more. And they need to learn how to throw actual punches, throw worked punches. Promos, I don't, wanna, I don't like seeing bland, scripted promos. I hate that shit. I want to see a wrestler go out there and show me show me why I should be... Show me why I should fucking be invested in you. In you and your character. Perfect example of a guy who's not a wrestler who had a great promo in his debut in the UFC. Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler in 2021, after he beat um, Dan Hooker... After he beat Dan Hooker um, in his debut... Uh, in his debut match, a uh, debut match, his debut fight in the UFC, came out and he basically cut a fucking promo on the whole 155 division, said he's ready for everybody. That got me into invested in Michael Chandler. That, and that's UFC. You wrestlers need to be. I don't understand. Look in the fucking mirror and cut a promo on yourself. That's what I used to fucking do. Fuck, man. So rest the wrestlers got to get better at promos. They got to get better in the ring. They need to stop being so butthurt all the time. And they got to learn how to do shit that makes sense. Don't don't do shit. Don't if the guy weighs 150 pounds, you don't you have no right. You have no need to be picking up a wrestler who's 248 pounds and putting him on your shoulders. And then the wrestler that's on his shoulders, you got no need to be selling for that fucking 140 pound wrestler. You're 140 pounds. You're the underdog. Fight like the underdog. Don't fight like do shit you can't do. Like it's a fucking video game. Like I'm playing 2K. No. Dumb. Uh Uh-uh. Fix it. What else I got to say? Tony Khan's got to get better with his consistency and storyline telling. 
Tony Khan, now a lot of people make excuses. They'll be like, oh, he's just rotating talent. Okay, that's just a lazy way of saying that Tony Khan's not being consistent with his booking. One week, you'll have Serena Deeb, who's my fucking wife. Ooh, she's so, I fucking love Serena Deeb. Great female wrestler. That's my wifey right there. You got Serena Deeb is uh, beating up a jobber on AEW. Then next two weeks, she's gone. And then they have other people. Like, no, dude, follow up. Be consistent. The people who are the best need to be on TV. And the guys who need to get better, go on dark. Face each other on dark. Then you, when, you get, when you get better, then you're on TV. Okay? All right. I think that's all I got to say about what I, uh, what, I don't really, what I don't really like about AEW and what they got to get better. Oh, and the comedy shit. Wrestlers like Orange Cassidy. Look, I get why Orange Cassidy's there. He moves merchandise. Don't, have, don't ever have Orange Cassidy beat Will Hobbs ever again, Tony. You hear me? If you're listening, don't ever fucking insult my intelligence like that again. This 120-pound, 130-pound fucking guy beats Will fucking Hobbs clean. Get the fuck out of here. Will Hobbs is, is the as a black wrestler. He's a fucking badass. Power Hobbs Hobbs. He's a, um, he's a heel. And he gets beat by this 130-pound fucking comedy wrestler who has his hands in his fucking pockets. Don't ever, I don't ever want to see that shit again, Tony. That disgusts me when I see shit like that. Don't insult my fucking intelligence. Also, too, what you did with Adam Cole, having Adam Cole lose to Orange Cassidy by being hugged, hugged, and then Adam Cole acts like he can't break out of this fucking little ass hug, and Adam Cole gets put through the fucking stage, and then he beats him, and then Adam Cole's like, I never got beat. Yes, you did. You got beat. It was a lights out match. It didn't count. I don't care. I saw him get beat. Okay? I don't ever see that shit again. I love Adam Cole. Don't fuck him over like that. All right. That's all I'm going to say on the negative stuff. Positives I got about AEW. The they do really they do pretty good with their debuts. They know how to get you excited for big money matches. Um uh positives about AEW, MJF. I love MJF. Well, I fucking hate him because he's a piece of shit. Fuck MJF. He's good at doing his job. Fuck MJF though. Um MJF, uh a positive by AEW. Tony Schiavone is a positive, but I think I wish they would use Tony Schiavone in different ways. Uh, I really wish that Tony Giovanni would be more of a, um, be, uh, I wish Tony Giovanni was the, I wish the commentary team was Tony Schiavone for a dynamite was Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, Jim Ross, fine. Rampage, who would I have? Well, okay. You know, what? I'll go over that later. I'll go over that later. But pluses, um, pluses, other pluses, um, they care about tag team wrestling. Thank you. That's, I love seeing that. Pluses, um. Actually, you know what? I have a couple more negatives. A couple more negatives that I got. I know I said it wasn't bring them up. A couple more negatives that I got. Stop having your fuck. Your your cha- if your champion is not in the main event, what the fuck are you doing? Your world champion needs to be in the main event. Stop opening up fucking. Stop opening up television with the world title at the beginning. You know what that does? When you have the world championship match at the beginning, oh, I get it. You had something fresh. You do. You overdo it. When you have the world championship at the beginning of the night, that's the main event. That's what everybody comes to see. And then when you have when you have that at the when you have that in the beginning of the night, everybody leaves afterwards. Okay, well this is the match I wanted to see. Everything else is going to be mediocre. I'm going to go ahead and tune out. No, build up to that in your main event. Come on. Also, too, for the commentary, uh, Jim Ross. Obviously, he is not as as ecstatic and and uh, loud and vibrant as he used to be. He's a lot older now. I understand. That's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I don't like when the rest when the commentators are goofing about shit. Jim Ross usually doesn't do it. Jim Ross has been recently calling out shit that he doesn't like on commentary subtly. But I don't, I don't like when when the wrestlers just or the wrestlers the commentators uh, sell dumb shit and they they laugh at shit. It pisses me off. Like stop laughing at the fucking shit. Not everything needs to be laughed. They'll laugh at shit that's not meant to be laughed at, and it just like takes me out of it. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah, no, op- don't. Um. Your women's matches, dude, you got to be more consistent with your women's division, man. Come on. That need that's that's a negative that I would say that needs to be that needs to be fixed too. Be more consistent with your females, your women. Stop bringing in jobbers to face your women. Have the other ones face each other. And for the love of God, the wrestlers that are are not in shape that this has nothing to do with their character. Evil Uno, I'm not counting. I don't care for Evil Uno. Wrestlers like Adam Cole, Bro, hit the fucking gym, man. Get a tan. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not sorry. All right. You're getting paid the big bucks, and you want to be a main eventer, dude. Look like a fucking champion. Hit the fucking gym. Do some curls, man. I know you're fucking playing video games on fucking Twitch, and you love it. Go oh, fucking hit the gym. 
How do you expect people to buy you as a wrestler if you're not hitting the fucking gym, man? Do, do something. Make yourself look like an athlete. Not some fucking guy that I fucking see fucking working at the movie theater. I don't want guys looking like me wrestling and, and fucking winning world titles. No. I want to see a guy who looks like a fucking champion. Now, I'm not saying go take fucking steroids. I'm not fucking advocating. I'm not advocating that at all. But go fucking work out, man. And if there's something that's preventing you from working out, like a, um, some sort of sickness or some sort of um, deficiency or some sort of something, I am sorry. But if there's not, hit the fucking gym. And that's not just for you. That goes for a lot of the wrestlers on there. Look at Pac. Pac is fucking swole. Pac is not big in, in height, but he's he makes up for it in muscle. He looks like a legit badass. No excuses, other guys. You guys got to look like athletes. You want to be taken seriously as an athlete? Look like a fucking athlete, okay? Unless it doesn't pertain to your, unless it pertains to your character and the way they're supposed to look. <sighs> all right, I think that's all. I think that's all the negative stuff I have to say, or or conductive, uh, constructive criticism. I gotta say, it's not just. I'm not hating anyone who's oh you're hating. Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Just because you can't take criticism, okay? It's constructive criticism, and they gotta get better. There's room to improve. But if, we, if you guys want to make this place, if you want to make AEW a global sensation and you want other people to care about it, like AEW's, AEW's hardcore fan base is the hardcore wrestling fans. That's why a lot of them act like a bunch of little bitches when you fucking critique anything about AEW. But as much as I hate to say it, AEW's got to get the casual fans. They got to get the casual fans. That's why, that's why WWE is such a global fucking phenomenon because they have the casual fans, even though WWE fucking sucks. WWE's television is fucking horrendous. The only good thing going for WWE right now is fucking Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar right now. But goddamn, Brock Lesnar's not going to be there forever. Oldberg isn't going to be there forever. Fuck Oldberg. Doesn't he be wrestling on fucking TV? All right. All right, guys. But like I said, the positive stuff I have for uh, AEW, the fact that they care about their wrestlers, uh, they treat them with respect. And the wrestlers are a lot happier there, so I do enjoy that. I want my I want the wrestlers to be happy. They know how to hype up big matches. Um, I love the fact that they that they only do what four pay per views a year, and they have the special events on TV. I love that. It reminds me of some WCW type stuff, and like old school wrestling, like where they have like events and stuff like that, like Throwdown in Texas or something, uh, stuff like that. Like it's cool. It's cool. Okay. Um, positives. Um, shit trying to think of some other stuff uh the fact that they don't just flip-flop their champions constantly that they don't have that, uh, that the champions aren't champion for like a fucking month and then they take it off of him to be a transitional champion at least not yet i like that they treat the belts with respect i really i just wish the main the world title would be in the main event all the time unless there's another yeah no main event it's the world championship the best guy should be the world champion other positives about them um christian cage I love Christian Cage. Christian Cage is one of my favorites of all time. Um, the stables. I like that they're stables. They need to add trios championships. But anyway. All right. I got the roster right here. The current updated 2022 roster. I'm going to go over who I'm going to cut from the roster. And I don't think that needs to be who I don't think needs to be on the roster. We're going to go over the men's roster. We're going to go over the women's roster. And... Um, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my own broadcast team that I'm going to create. And I'm going to have my own coaches that I'm going to create and bring in. And referees that I'm going to keep. Okay, also to the referees, you guys need to fucking learn how to get some balls, dude. The referees let the wrestlers do so much shit that they shouldn't be going on in the ring. The referees got to step up their fucking game, man. All right, the men's roster. AEW's men's roster 2022 currently updated. All right, we're going to start off with Aaron Solo. Cut. Doesn't need to be on the roster. Don't want to see him. Adam Cole, keep. It's going to be one of my top guys. Adam Page, keep. Going to be one of my top guys. Allen Five Angels, cut. Don't need him. Alex Reynolds, cut. Don't want him. Andrade El Idolo, we're going to keep him. Going to be one of my top guys. He's got to learn better English. Um, we're going to bring in Ric Flair as his manager. Because that's his father-in-law. And Helico, cut. Anthony Bowens, a lot of fucking potential as a potential single star. And as a tag team with Max Caster. Great. I love Anthony, I love the acclaimed. Anthony Bowens. Awesome. Anthony Agogo. This is going to be one of my pet projects. We're going to keep him. Austin Gunn. I didn't like them at first. I love Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn. They're great. Great tag team. Brock Anderson. Potential. Keeping. 
Brody King, keeping. Brian Danielson, definitely fucking keeping. Brian Danielson is going to be one of the guys who's going to be a mainstay for my company if I'm running AEW. He's going to be there, and I want Brian Danielson to be teaching a lot of the, re- the younger wrestlers psychology and how to work better in the ring, how to throw punches. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn's not going to be an active member on the roster. Well, you know what? No, he's not, he's not going to be an active member on the roster. He's going to be a manager for his sons. And he's gonna be a coach. I want him to. I want him to get these wrestlers in shape, and I want him to fucking put kick this shit in gear and get these wrestlers, get these wrestlers going. Brandon Cutler, Brandon Cutting, fuck Cutler, we're cutting this motherfucker. Get out of here. I don't want you. Bobby Fish keeping in the tag team with um, Kyle O'Reilly. Brian Pillman Jr. keeping potential is gonna be one of my top guys for the future. So much potential. Brian Cage, we're keeping Brian Cage. The AEW's botched Brian Cage. We're gonna keep him. He's gonna, he's gonna be one of my top guys. Speaking of top guys, Cash Wheeler of FTR, keeping. Chris Jericho, keeping, but I'm not going to have him be consistently on TV. He's definitely not going to be on fucking commentary. Get that shit out of here. Christian Cage, keeping. Christopher Daniels has a potential for a return match and one last final run. Other than that, he's going to be one of the coaches that I'm having for treating my, to train my wrestlers. Chuck Taylor, cut. I don't want that motherfucker. On my roster. CM Punk. We are keeping CM Punk. CM Punk is also going to be another one of the guys who's going to teach wrestlers how to do better promos. Cody Rhodes. He is not an, an EVP in my company. Cody Rhodes is going to be a solid member of the roster. Colt Cabana. <sighs> Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Ooh. This is kind of hard. Colt Cabana. We're keeping, but he's not going to be goofy anymore. I want serious Colt Cabana. Because he can work. Uh, uh, Colton Gunn, keeping, like I said earlier. Daniel Garcia, young prospect, a lot of potential, we're keeping. Dante Martin, young prospect, young prospect, a lot of potential, we're keeping. He's not going to be a single star right now. We're bringing in his brother, Darius Martin, and they're going to be top flight tag team, but they're going to learn how to work a lot better and sell more. Danhausen. Danhausen is going to be on my roster. He's not going to wrestle. He's going to be a part of backstage segments, and he's going to be a funny part of the... He's going to be the comic relief. He's not going to be wrestling anybody. He's not going to be beating anybody. And I think Dan Housen would be okay with that. Darius Martin, keeping. Darby Allen, keeping. This is going to be my fucking Jeff Hardy right here. Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy are similar in a lot of ways. Maybe a lot of people say it's the face paint and their daredevil attitude. But Darby Allen is going to be one of my top fucking guys. Dax Harwood, part of FTR, we're keeping. Dustin Rhodes, keeping. He's going to have one final run, then you're going to be a coach. Eddie Kingston, we are definitely keeping Eddie Kingston. Ethan Page, a lot of potential, keeping him. Evil Uno, get the fuck out of here, cutting. Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian is going to be a coach, and he's going to have, uh, we're going to have him as a solid member of our roster. Fuego Del Sol. Fuego, get, Fuego Del, get the fuck off my roster, cut. Griff Garrison. Whew. I hate to say this, but I think Griff Garrison would be better off in WWE, cut. Sorry, Griff. Um, hook. Keeping Hook. Isaiah Cassidy. Potential. Needs to work on his selling better and promos. Stop saying I'm pounding ass. I'm going to pound that ass and fucking promo. Sounds like a fucking dumbass. Keeping him potential. Jack Evans. Jack, get the fuck off my roster. Jack. Jake Atlas. Cut. Jeff Parker. Part of 2.0. We're keeping. Jake Hager. You're going to be the bodyguard for Chris Jericho. You're not wrestling in the ring. Joey Janela. Cut. John Silver. Cut. John Moxley keeping. Jungle Boy, a lot of potential. is going to be one of my top guys in the future. One of the pillars of AEW. We're keeping him. Keith fucking Lee. Limitless Keith Lee. Keithford Lee. That's what I call him. Keith Lee is going to be my first black world champion. I love Keith Lee. Kenny Omega. Yes, but Kenny Omega is not going to be with the... Kenny Omega is going to be serious. I'm bringing back New Japan Kenny Omega. Serious Kenny. Keeping him. Kip Sabian. Kip, you can fucking kip your ass off my fucking roster. Get out of here. Kyle O'Reilly. He is going to be one of my uh, mainstays in the tag team division with Bobby Fish. Eventually, he's going to break off on his own, and he's going to become one of our top top wrestlers. in Or top, top mid-carder, and then potentially world champion. Lance Archer. Keeping. Lance Archer's going to start doing more serious shit. I'm not going to have Lance Archer doing stuff like beating up, beating up fucking backstage guys. It looks like that looks straight out of WWE. We're not doing that. Leo Rush, Leo Rush got cut from the roster, but I'm keeping Leo Rush. He's going to be one of my one of my guys, one of solid workers on the roster. Lee Moriarty, potential, keeping him on the roster. Lee Johnson, got a lot of potential, got to get better at promos. Luchasaurus, get the fuck off my roster. 
Luther, get the fuck off my roster. Mark Henry, one last run, and you're going to be a, a, a scout for the company, uh, a member of our community outreach, which he already is, um, and he's going to be a, a coach, not a commentator. He sucks at commentary. Uh, Marco Stunt. Marco, well, you can fucking stunt your ass off my fucking roster. Get the fuck out of here. Mark Quinn, uh, part of a private party with Isaiah Cassie. Got to get better at selling. Got to get better at promos. If At that point, these guys are going to be a fucking star tag team. Malachi Black. This guy's going to be my undertaker. Malachi, you're staying. Matt Hardy. Uh, I'm going to have him do the broken gimmick. A lot of people don't like it. It's fucking, to me, I love the broken gimmick. But... You're going to be doing the broken gimmick. And then the broken gimmick is not... You're not going to be making the rest of other wrestlers look like fools. He's going to be a comic relief, broken gimmick thing character. But, you know, I'm not going to have st certain stupid shit. We're not having teleporting Matt Hardy. We're not having any of that. But the broken gimmick, I have a soft spot for that. So we're going to keep him. And then, yeah. Matt Jackson. Yeah, they're going to be part of the... They're not EVPs in my company, but they're going to be a part of the tag team division. And uh, you got these guys either get, need to get better at fucking selling and psychology. I don't want to see a fucking spot fest in the ring where they're no selling shit. Matt Seidel, solid member of the roster. Max Caster, solid member of the tag team. Potential to be a single star in the future, just like Anthony Bowens. Michael Nakazawa, Michael Nakanaka, get the fuck off my fucking TV. I don't want to see you. Miro, we're having serious Miro. The fucking, the Redeemer, Miro. Bring him back. Miro's fucking amazing. MJF, going to be one of my top heels, my top guy, MJF. Nick Camarado, a lot of potential. I saw him cut a promo on Dark once. It was fucking amazing. This guy's got potential. Nick Jackson, same thing with Matt. Fucking learn to sell. Psychology. No fucking spot monkey fests. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, yeah, he's gonna be part of my roster. He's gonna be a. He's not gonna really wrestle. I'm not gonna. I'm not really gonna have this guy wrestle. I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna. If I'm gonna have this guy wrestle, this guy's never really gonna fucking win. If he wins, it's gonna be by a fucking. It'll be in like a tag team match, but he's not really gonna get pins over people. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna be on my roster. You're comic relief. You're never gonna be a world champion or a champion in my eyes. So that's what you're good for. Ortiz, I love Ortiz. Uh, solid member of the tag team division with um, Proud and Powerful, formerly known as LAX, Santana and Ortiz. Ortiz is keep we're keeping him. Pac is gonna be is gonna be one of my mid card champions, potentially world champions. Pac has a I love Pac when he cuts promos. He's great. He takes his shit seriously. Love him. Paul White taking you off commentary, man. I don't like you on commentary. You're boring. You're gonna be part of the community outreach as well. You're gonna be a coach with the big guys teaching them how to work. Penta Penta El Cerro Miero. Uh, Pentagon Jr. Can't call him that, though. Keep it on my roster. Potential single star. Got to get better at selling and stop doing the Sierra Miero every single fucking time. Peter Avalon. Peter, get the fuck off my roster. Powerhouse Hobbs. Going to be one of my world champions in the future. One of my black world champions. I fucking love Powerhouse Hobbs. He's a fucking beast. When I first saw him, I was like, this guy's got potential. This guy's got potential. And he's been living up to that. Preston Vance. We're going to work you with the mask for a while, and then we're going to take the mask off, and hopefully, I don't know what this guy looks like, hopefully he's a good-looking guy, and he can um, be a solid baby face in the future. QT Marshall, now that he got his, uh, now that he looks better with hair, uh, we're keeping him. You're going to be one of my one of my heels, uh, keeping him. Ray Phoenix, you're going to be in a tag team with Penta, you're never going to be a single star, you, most, you could be a mid-carder for me. Not a main eventer. Ricky Starks is going to be a fucking... Going to start off in the mid-card first. Have some solid feuds. You're going to be a main eventer one day, kid. I fucking love Ricky Starks. Sammy Guevara, same for you. Starting off in the mid-card. Going to find your character. He reminds me of Eddie Guerrero. I fucking love Sammy Guevara. You're going to be there one day, kid. Santana. I fucking love Santana. Santana is going to be the breakout star for... Proud and powerful for me. Right now, Santana is going to be in the tag team division. Going to win some tag team gold. Have a couple years in the tag team division. Uh, polish up on his work. Polish up on his promos, which he's already pretty good at. And you're going to be a world champion. Scorpio Sky. Right now, he's in a tag team with, tag team division with Ethan Page. Eventually, Scorpio Sky is going to be um, TNT champion in my eyes. World champion, I'm not sure yet. His promos are kind of eh. So, but a uh, solid TNT champion in my roster. Serpentico, Serpenta, get the fuck off my roster. I don't want you. Sean Dean, cut. Satam Singh, I don't know who this is, cut. Sean Spears, uh, in my roster, Sean Spears is in the goof. He's going to be a solid worker, solid bad guy. He's going to have some wins here and there. 
Uh, yeah, we're keeping Sunny Kiss. Cut. Sting. We're going to keep him in the same thing of what he's doing now. I like what he's doing. Stu Grayson. I'm going to keep you and I'm going to put you in the tag team. Because uh, he's in a tag team with Evil Uno. Steve, Stu Grayson, I'm going to keep, but I'm going to put him in a tag team. Um, the Blade, keeping, shaving your head though. Butcher, keeping you. Tag team with The Blade. Trent Beretta, keeping you. Tony Nice, yeah, we're keeping you. Wardlow, keeping. All right, that's my roster. I cut a lot of guys. Who am I going to keep? Who am I going to put Stu Grayson in a tag team with? Stu Grayson, I'm going to have you in a tag team with somebody. Stu Grayson's kind of a high-flying guy. Who am I going to put Stu Grayson with? Maybe I'll put maybe I'll put him in a faction. I'll put him in a faction or something. Yeah, we'll see. All right, that is my men's roster and who I'm keeping, who am I who and and who I'm cutting. All right. Abaddon for the Okay, we're going to the women's roster, female roster for AEW 2022. Actually, you know what? Let me go back to the men's roster. I'm going to I'm going to bring in some free agents who I want to bring in. Uh, Killer Cross, we're bringing him in. Um, who else am I going to bring in? Uh, Killer Cross, we're bringing him in. Uh, Sean St Shane Strickland, informally known as I say a Swerve Scott, we're bringing him in. He's going to be part of my mid card. Um, who else? Ale uh, Alexander Hammerstone, when his uh, when his uh, contract is up, he's going to be in my fucking roster. When am I going to be one of my top guys? Um, the Samoan Werewolf, the Samoan Badass, Jacob Fatu, is going to be my Samoan in this fucking division. We're bringing him in. Toa Leona is also a Samoan and Puerto Rican. He's on dark. He's very impressive. We're going to have him part of my roster as well. These, we're going to bring these guys in. I'm going to have him and Jacob Fatu be a tag team in my fucking company. They're going to be dominant. Who else am I going to bring in? MLW is another company. they got some good guys there. Um... Casey Navarro has a lot of potential. Is an underdog babyface. Babyface is the good guy. For those of you who don't know, uh, heel is the bad guy. Tweener is a guy who's kind of in between. And there's anti heroes, but yeah, I think it's all I'm gonna bring in for now. Who else? Oh, and uh, Wyndham Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda is gonna come in on my roster, formerly known as Bray Wyatt. He's gonna create a character somewhat similar to the Fiend, and we're gonna use him sparsely and fairly. All right, I think. That is it for now. Oh, Johnny Gargano. We're also going to bring in Johnny Gargano. Tommaso Ciampa, I would have him come in as well, but he's not a free agent. So Johnny Gargano, yeah, that's what we're going to have for now. All right. That's my AEW's men roster. Female roster. Here we go. Female roster. All right. I also forgot to say Wardlow. That's going to be my Batista. I fucking love Wardlow. He's still going to be with MJF for now, but eventually in a couple years, he's going to, in like a year, I'm going to have him turn. After MJF wins the world title, MJF is going to get some wins, and eventually, Wardlow, after MJF has held the title for a while, Wardlow's going to finally turn on MJF, and he's going to beat him for the title, become a world champion. All right, AEW's women roster, 2022. Abaddon, cut. Anna Jay. Mm. Anna Jay. Potential. If she gets better, we'll keep her. The Bunny, cut. Brandy Rhodes, you're not a wrestler. You're going to be fucking Cody's valet. Uh, Britt Baker, keeping. Emi Sakura. Uh, cut. Hikaru Shida, keeping. Jade Cargill, keeping. Jamie Hayter, keeping. Jamie Hayter's fucking fine. Uh, Chris Statlander, keeping. Leva Bates, cut. Layla Hirsch. You gotta learn how to fucking act, girl. I wanna see some emotion. Or else I'm cutting you. Mercedes Martinez, keeping. Nyla Rose, keeping. Penelope Ford, cut. Rebel, cut. Red Velvet, keeping. A lot of potential. Riho, cut. Ruby Soho, keeping. Got to get better at your hitting your moves, girl. I like, I love Ruby Soho. She's really good at promos from what I've seen. Serena Deeb, my fucking wife. We're keeping you. Ty Conti, keeping. Thunder Rosa, keeping. Yuka Sasaki, cut. Female wrestlers I'm going to bring in. Tessa Blanchard. The other female wrestlers I'm going to bring in. Uh, Chelsea Green. Taya Valkyrie. Um, Lady Frost. I don't really know much about her, but uh, she looks cool. So we're going to bring in Lady Frost. Any other female wrestlers? Um, Rosemary. Uh, from TNA or Impact. I don't know if she's still there. Um, let me see. Anybody else? Any female wrestlers? Charlotte Flair. If she wasn't in WWE, she's going to be Ashley Flair. She's coming to my fucking company. And then, uh, yeah. All right. That's it for my women's roster. 
And then, oh, Tony Storm, Athena, we're also bringing them. Tony Storm and Athena, we're bringing them in. And uh, Tegan Knox, we're bringing her in. Anybody else? Eh, that's about it. Referees, Aubrey Edwards, you're going to be refing the female matches. Because there's no reason why, I don't, I don't believe a female referee should be in a men's match. Because what if the what if it's a it's a regular match and it gets out of hand? Is she gonna be able? To, is she gonna, if Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs are fighting each other on the outside and she tries to break it up? Do you, in real life, you think that they're that she's gonna be able to break them up? I don't fucking think so. So Aubrey Edwards is gonna be refing the female matches. We're gonna bring in some more female refs. I want more female refs in, in my company to to ref the female matches. Not only Aubrey Edwards. Bryce Remsburg, grow some balls, and you're gonna be in my refing the men's division. Paul, uh, Mike Posey. Yeah, grow some balls. Be an actual referee. Paul Turner, grow some balls. Be an actual referee. Rick Knox, fucking learn how to be a referee and have some fucking authority. God damn it. Fucking Uncle Fester. Um, coaches. Billy Gunn, like I said. Jerry Lynn. Vicky Guerrero, you're not a coach. Cut. Arn Anderson, a coach. Tolly Blanchard, a uh, coach. Uh, Alex Abrahantes is the... Bro- uh, okay, who else is going to be my coach? Uh, like I said, uh... Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian in the future. Um, let's see. I'm bringing if I'm gonna bring a coach from WWE, I'm gonna who's currently there right now. We're gonna go Matt Bloom. That's all I'm gonna take. Um, Scotty Tuhati, you're gonna be a coach. Um, we're bringing in William Regal. William Regal's gonna be the on-air authority figure, and he's gonna be a coach as well. Um, any other coaches I can think of? Ooh. Yeah, I don't think I can think of anybody else to be a coach. Yeah, that's... Oh, uh, no, yeah. All right, that's it for my coaches. All right. Broadcast team, Alex Abrahantes. Uh I like him. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, for the Spanish announced team, yes. Uh, as one of the interviewers. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to be a manager anymore. So, yeah, he's going to be one of the interviewers. No longer a manager. Interviewers and broadcast team for Spanish announced. Dash and Gonzalez, Spanish announced team. Those are my two Spanish announcers. You know, really. And I'll bring in Hugo Savinovich. He's going to be a Spanish announcer as well. He gets hyped. Alex Marvez, get the fuck out of here. I don't like you. He sucks. Excalibur. Okay, so my main commentary team for Dynamite. Excalibur, Jim Ross, and um, Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone. Rampage is going to be Taz... Taz and Marwanalo. Those are I'm bringing in Marwanalo. Taz and Marwanalo are my Rampage broadcast team. AW Dark broadcast team is going to be um Ooh, who are we going to have the broadcast team? All right, let's uh we'll bring in some bring in some broadcast team for Dark and Elevation. Who would we have? Broadcast team for Dark and Elevation. Who are we going to have? Okay, uh, Alex Abrahantes, you're going to be pulling double duty. You're going to be part of the broadcast team on Dark and Elevation. And then we're going to go ahead and have you and Excalibur. You guys are going to be doing broadcast team on Dark and Elevation. Yeah, you're going to be doing double duty. Actually, no, Excalibur, no. It's going to be Alex Abrahantes, and we're going to go Taz. You're pulling double duty. And if I was to pull another commentator for um, for Rampage, it's going to be Marwanalo. Nigel McGinnis and Taz. And then for Dark and Elevation, Taz and um Taz and you know what? No. We're gonna go Taz and Taz and Excalibur. Taz and Excalibur for um Dark and Elevation. Uh main show, Ross, Jim Ross, um, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur, and then Rampage, Nigel McGinnis, Taz, and um Marwanalo. Those are my those are my um, broadcast teams. All right. So that's how I would have my company for AWB run. Now I'm gonna my, I might do my own fantasy booking where I'm gonna start off from I'm gonna start off from uh, the beginning. We're gonna start off from uh, double or nothing. We're gonna crown our first champions and stuff like that. I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna do that. I gotta have time. I just started my new job, so bear with me. It might be a while before we hear that, but you guys got to hear my opinions on wrestling. What I think that AEW needs to do to improve, what I think are some good things about AEW, and how I would have my wrestling company and who I would have in line for my company. Running it, broadcast teams, coaches, women's roster, 
and uh, men's roster. And the titles that I'm going to have, the titles that I'm going to have are, um, we're going to have uh, the main title, AW World Heavyweight Championship. The TNT title, yeah, we're going to have that. We're going to have the TNT title. We're going to have trios championships, tag team championships, and then we're going to have the um, women's world championship, and then we're going to have... And then we're going to have, yeah, for now, one women's world championship. Not that many women's wrestlers, so we're going to have one for now. All right? All right, everybody. That's my roster. That's who I'm bringing in. That's what I'm going to do. Those are my thoughts on wrestling. And for all of you who don't watch wrestling, give it a chance. If you don't like it, I understand. But, hey, give it a chance, and I think you might like it if you could find some positives there. But all right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the No Limit Lab, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.